Hey everyone, this is Chris. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to One Cross Radio, and today we are rejoined by, you guessed it, Mike. I would have never guessed. I didn't even know we were recording. I would have given a better mic. <laughs> we were doing audio tests. I, I apologize, Mike. You got some depressed Mike. <laughs> like, it's okay, I guess. Like Ross on Friends, like, hi. hi. I was thinking Eeyore, but <laughs> things were all right, I guess. <laughs> Well, this is already gone <laughs> anyway. in numerous places. Uh, so today we're we're going to talk about filmmaking. Um, Mike is a is a filmmaker, or would you like? Do you still consider yourself that man? I guess so. I mean, why not? Uh, <laughs> Robert Rodriguez had this little thing in his book, Rebel Without a Crew. Is it Rebel? Yeah, I think this was Rebel Without a Crew, where he says. Um, People say they want to be a filmmaker. Don't say what well, you you are a filmmaker. Make up business cards and say John Smith, filmmaker, or you know put your name in there if you want. But um, you're a filmmaker. Don't don't uh, don't think you need to uh, have your name in lights to be a filmmaker. You're making a film. You're a filmmaker. You're fine. That's my speech. <laughs> So, Mike, it, as I've said in the past, uh, Mike's someone I've known since uh, sixth grade. Yes, and it's been a long time. Back in uh, G.A. Brown days. G.A. Brown, St. Clair Junior High. That was before. That was long before us. That's what it was when my mom went to the school and her principal was Gordon A. Brown. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's some history for you. There we go. There we go. little East York uh, trivia factoid mm-hmm. for anybody who's tracking those, mm-hmm. which if you are... I. I love why? it, but why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> I love you, Shork, still. Yeah. Can we be friends? If you're not you, I mean, we're obviously We're obviously <laughs> friends. Yeah, if uh if you East York trivia factoid master are listening, let us know and yeah. please become friends with us. And maybe you've bought one of my hats already. I oh. sell East York hats. Nice. I need not to often. get I buy like I mean, I sell one like every 3 years. I need to get one from you just because I don't miss Toronto at all. Yeah. But like I do miss East York. East York is where the heart is. It is. It is. Yeah. It's pretty Great place awesome. to live. Yep. Except it's gone downhill a bit over the past couple East of years. York? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's, there, there's still goodness there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So back to film. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, I've known Mike since uh, sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. Is there an echo in here? 1999. Um, I guess. Uh, 90, 98. Did we meet in 98 or? Yeah, it would have been the, I guess we would have or 97, 98. 98 year. It wouldn't have, it would have been 98, 99 was when we were in grade Right, school. yeah, yeah. The question is whether we met between September and December, which I think we did. We absolutely, well, we had a class together and we ended up bonding over Star Wars. Yeah, right on. And then, uh. And wrestling. And wrestling. Yeah, man. And then we'd, we. Wrestling met. was wrestling. <laughs> No, yeah, um, what happened? So, <laughs> we bonded, and then as we bonded over Star Wars, and we were in school together, and we went to UICI together, we ended up bonding further over movies, and that's where you were taking photography, and I remember you being like, I want to make movies, yeah. and you enrolled in Centennial. Yeah. <laughs> Glowing recommendations galore. Look where it's got me. <laughs> I don't put all the blame on them. I made some mistakes. <laughs> some bad choices. And through Centennial, that's where you really started making movies. And I remember, because I got to be 
a part of a number of them. We did uh, in East York English media. There was Action Man. That was when I started to bloom. Yep, he, Action Man was the man with the Action, action Man. man. <laughs> He's and, still sitting on my record shelf watching me. Nice. And I might actually attach our original Vavoom commercial to this post. <laughs> so good. Uh, so then, but you did decide that you wanted to you wanted to make movies. Yeah, man, is what I wanted to do all my life. But keep going. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm depressing you. No, no, not at all. You're telling a story, and I'm I'm captivated. I'm just commenting here and there. Uh, so you went to Centennial, and I didn't get to be involved with everything you did for Centennial. One thing I did, um, I blame the cameraman. The cameraman mocked me. I ended up getting digitally replaced with a bush. Uh, was that the cameraman's fault? Well, he was like, don't, he was like, don't look into the camera and you guys can't see this, but the camera was like two inches from my face. That's how close he was. Yeah. So... When I'd look past, you were later like, it's so obvious you're looking past. Well, it's like, I don't have an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think that was Daniel Rose. Daniel Joseph Rose. Who was the cameraman on that one. Sorry to throw you under the bus, Daniel. Oh, you were under the bus. He was all right, though. Yeah, no, he was a nice guy. Yeah. Um, and then there was, uh, was it Cold Steel? Cold Steel. I love that. Oh, man. <laughs> so, all right. Talk to us about Cold Steel. Uh, oh, I don't even know. Let me. Because it was a... That was a long time ago. That was like 10, no, that was like 11 years ago. And it was a different, it was a different movie though, because other stuff it was... That was, um, yeah, we were given this assignment in our photography class. It was kind of like a merger of photography class and, uh, uh, I guess the other class might have been single camera video, I guess they call it. Level one. I don't know. It was some other class. And, um, we had to tell a story through still images an audio visual audio visual story i guess it was and um i i don't know what made me come up with it because it was long ago but I, I i remember kind of the genesis of my idea or when i first started to put notes down i was um i was working as a kind of a site monitor uh, for library branches at the time and um, I was sitting alone in, in Dawes Road Library and I came across this well, now I'm getting the facts confused but I know I came across this either it was that time or previous to that I, I found the, the Hagakuri which is like the way of the samurai okay and uh, I don't know if that's what inspired me to say like I want to make a samurai movie or if I I don't know but uh, and then I came across this manga uh, or that, manga. Manga? Manga. Manga. Back to Cold Steel. Cold Steel. Yeah, so I, was, I remember sitting in the library and jot, jotting down notes. And I don't know. There was just that thing, and I've mentioned it before, and I, I think, in previous podcasts. And I'll probably mention it again in this one. How um, there, there was this tendency among, uh, and I'm sure there still is, uh, but I, I can't really prove it, <laughs> among um, film students to go for the, uh, the artistic black and white... Uh, Sentiment, not sentimental, but like they go for like dark subject matter, everything like drug addiction, yeah, drug addiction and addiction and suicide and all that kind of stuff, you know, rainy day stuff. And um, 
I wasn't about that at all. Like I was, uh, that was a great period of my life because I was constantly learning new techniques and thinking, oh, how can I apply this to my next project? And then my next project would come along and I'd say, well, I want to do this. I need to learn a new technique for it. So it was like double learning. And this was completely outside of Centennial's instruction. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, they, uh, I was, uh, anyway. <laughs> so uh, I thought, well, I'm going to make, since I don't want to do this depressed thing, I'm going to come up with something fun. I think I was watching, I was really into action movies at the time and, like I said earlier, I don't know how I came up with a samurai idea, but I thought I'd make a samurai movie. I think I wanted to do something like Sin City, but like just focusing on Miho, that kind of, like that kind mm-hmm. of idea, like Miho with the samurai sword and all that. So, came up with this simple story of like a, a, a man's brother is killed and he goes on revenge. It didn't have to be a long. I got to be the brother. You got to be the brother very briefly. <laughs> yeah, I was in the picture. You were in the picture smiling. It wasn't white balanced properly, but that's fine because it was like a family photo. It's yeah. never white balanced properly. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's some technical jargon for you. Uh, um, yeah, so I thought I'd like Sin City was shot all on, on green and blue screen and maybe some other forms of chroma key. Um, so I thought I'd just like do it uh, cheapo style and get some green uh, poster boards, some Bristol board, whatever you want to call it. And I have a mobile studio. I don't need a whole, I don't need sets or anything. I can just do it all in one place. I can have people, I can have the whole cast just stand there, go against the boards. Even if they can't be in the same scene together, like literally in one shot together, I can just stitch them together in the computer. It'll be great. It's a a lot of flexibility. And so I did that. I just carted around um, uh, a fake samurai sword. Well, it wasn't, it was a training sword that Darko had given me. Yeah. I still have it. I, I have a few of the things that I haven't given back. We we had we had or still have a friend Darko who is an intriguing fellow. Oh, he's everywhere. <laughs> he is the everyman. I'm. I was saying to Mike earlier. I am ninety nine percent sure he is the master from Doctor Who, and he has slowly started recreating himself because. I've seen five Darkos in Hamilton. Mike's seen a bunch in Toronto. Darko's out in Vancouver, I think. Uh, Vancouver area. Yeah. Yeah. Victoria, yeah. So it's it's interesting. He was also briefly uh, KFC poster he person. The, he was the KFC poster boy, but not really. It was just not really. Just, just looked like exactly him. like Darko. But then not really. It's always a first glance. Is it Darko? No, it's not Darko. It's not even close to Darko. <laughs> but, then, but it lo- is Darko at first glance. There's so many guys. Uh, I, I I might attach the infamous Starka picture that I have. Of the hat? Of the hat that I have uh, on a mug. Oh, <laughs> it's so oh, good. I, I remember, like, I went back and I, I searched through my, my parents' files because I had this old photo project in there just to find that photo. Oh, it's so, so I could good. scan it. It's and like, I scanned it at, like, the highest resolution possible. <laughs> I can put it on a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> It is the gift that keeps on giving. I still remember. There's, it's, it's funny how there's these little things you remember from your life. Like, they happened years ago, but you just remember these moments. Like, I remember shooting that photo. I yeah. remember just Darko on a whim, putting the hat on backwards. <laughs> Get a picture of this. And the like, picture's not even in focus because I'm laughing, and it's just such a quick snapshot. We were in the, we were in the EYCI cafeteria. We were, well, that's when you first did it. Right. We took the photo oh. in the staircase. Oh, okay, on okay. On the uh, south side of the building. There we go. It's, it's, it's that vivid. Uh, East York trivia factoid person, there's some more for you. There's some more for you. If you ever want to <laughs> see the photo and say, wow, I want to go to where that was shot, <laughs> where history was made. 
Um, and Darko, I, I sincerely hope you're listening to this. Oh, I really hope. And Darko, no, I'm not going to get you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you off, but that's, that's, that's not the time. Oh my god! Not the time. Strike that from the record. Um. All right. We're so cool. we're cool. Happy birthday! This <laughs> is birthday. What? Two months ago, three months ago. Oh, I'm overdue, March to te- I'm overdue to text them. Uh, Two months in a day. Everybody. So you got the the samurai sword from Darko. Three Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got the the katana from Darko. Or yes, the... it was a katana, a wooden training katana. I always call it a samurai sword. It's a katana. Yeah, and but manga. It did not look that. <laughs> Gosh, but it did not look wooden in oh, the. Oh, not uh, at all. But the I'm the shooting film. black and white. Yeah, a la Sin City with splashes of color, a la Sin City. So I thought, well, it doesn't really matter if this thing's wood or not. And when I did take the color out, it was still kind of wood, but I did some things with it. It's still not perfect, but it was a student project. Who cares? It's it's one I know that uh, future star Dinesh Hambury was like, I want to play this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'd love to watch that. I'd love yeah. to watch a full length. I hadn't even met Dinesh yet at that point. No, that was it was uh, Elliot. Elliot. Elliot was in there, yeah. 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 Um, and then so was Zulfikar <laughs> and Danny, Danny. Yeah, I went when they were working on their break since I, I said I could cart around my green green screen quote unquote um, wherever and just bring a camera um, I th- remember my old trick of buying a, buying stuff and then returning it I hated it that because I worked at Best Buy at the time <laughs> like, <laughs> you told me you did it so every time I got something camera and tripod related back they're Mike. like this is an open box item we need to put it back I'm like it's Mike <laughs> no I only did that I didn't do it that often a lot of people like, even even now people do it a lot I yeah well, it was like you'd rent it just to try it. <laughs> there was this picture on the trashy subreddit a few days ago. Somebody had like, or last week, somebody had um, bought like um, some lawn chairs or chair stuff for, for camping. Totally like wrecked it, got it all muddy, and then returned it to Costco because they'll accept anything. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I went down to the, they worked at the library, and I said, hey guys, you want to be in my movie? And they are like, hey, whatever, sure. I had my sister's camera because I had returned the camera I was uh, <laughs> renting, <laughs> um, and it was it, it was a lower quality camera, but whatever. It, it like it, it worked. It looked like a good. Um, yeah, I just like put the. I went into the um, the the conference room in the library, put up these poster boards. The guys had no idea what they were doing. I was like, yeah, do this. Because it was just poses. It didn't have to yeah. be a video or anything. It was just like, pose like this, pose like this, pose like this. All right, go back to work. <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, they were in it, and that's, that's how. And uh, I got Brent. You remember Brent? Yeah. Uh, Brent Spinner, right? Uh, Brent what? Was it Brent Spinner? Or no? That's Data. I'm starting to... <laughs> <laughs> Robinson, Rob, Robertson. 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 Okay, Robertson, right. Robin, Rob... Been, ah, it doesn't matter. Old times. <laughs> yeah, so I got him in there. So anyway, yeah, and I put this together, and I, um, um, a lot of the things, like, uh, just simple Photoshop, removing backgrounds, and compositing things together. Luckily, I had had, you know, 12 years of Photoshop experience by that time. I started young. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, I knew what I could do, and that was the same with a lot of my projects, is I knew what I could do and I couldn't do and how I could push what I could do. Um, yeah, and I put this this slideshow together. I, I, it feels weird calling it a slideshow. 
Well, so that's, all, that's all it is, really. Well, but. yeah, like, in a way, as you were describing it, and I think it was a thought I had when you first told me what it was going to end up being, I'm like, yeah. it's like what you do with Windows Movie Maker, but just good. But good. <laughs> but okay, good. okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, because there, it's like you add slides or videos and you can add music or voiceover, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like, yeah, there's bare bones yeah. of production. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I put it all together and I did some digital tricks here and there and um, found some nice pieces of music. Maybe what, what inspired me was this Korean movie. This not, wouldn't be too much of an inspiration because it really has nothing to do with what came out in the end, but this movie, Bittersweet Life, Hmm. that I really, I love and I was talking to Dinesh a while back and we were talking about Korean movies and I figured he'd never seen this movie and I mentioned he's like I love that movie like you and I just became best friends man <laughs> how do, how have you seen that movie I have like, fallen all the more in love with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> as I'm stroking his beard <laughs> that was amazing man um I think maybe maybe he saw it on his own. Maybe it's because his girlfriend's Korean and showed him. I don't know. I don't know. But it's impressive that he had seen it. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I got a piece of music from that movie. Uh, there we go. There's my admission of copyright infringement. Uh, <laughs> put that in the beginning. Set the tone as a real, like, somber movie. Yeah. And then it starts off with a very uh, bold line, my brother is dead. Sets the, sets the tone, sets the story real quick. Um, yeah, and I made up. That was one of the times I remember, like, I needed the sound of a body being cut in half, falling apart, which I ripped off from Sin City. Um, <laughs> and I just, like, somehow, like, I have this talent. I don't like bragging about myself, but I can, I, I can make sounds. Like, I think, oh, well, I need that sound. What can I do to make it? And it was, like, ice with someone walking on mud. Right. <laughs> so I put that together, made the sound, and... Uh, yeah, made this uh, uh, slideshow and and then went into class ready for it. I think I had I had finished far in advance of my deadline too because I was just so in the zone. Yeah. Um, so I could tweak things if I needed to, but I didn't really. Um, so yeah, we should, everyone showed theirs in class. There was this I don't know. There were a lot of depressing ones, black and white. And then there was <laughs> Daniel Roses about someone finding some pants. Or, <laughs> And then there's the classic line that we always made fun of him for. Uh, I'm glad I found these pants. I'm glad I wore these pants. Predated which, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Maybe. <laughs> which I still use that line to these days. I'm glad I wore these pants. <laughs> well, dang. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek. I always kind of laugh at, at Rose when I say it, even though I haven't seen him in 10 years. Um, and then, yeah. You showed it in front of the class. How'd it go? People loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. I, that was the most important thing. Like I've said before, I said a long time ago, uh, the movie's fine as long as I love it. I make the movie for myself. If I love it, that's fine. Um, and yeah, it was great. I just I love it. I mean, looking back on it, there, it's not great. It's not, I mean, it's not perfect. Like, one thing, I put it on YouTube and somebody pointed out, because what do I know? I said, there's there's a line where a guy has a, a pistol, and I said he, he was killed with a revolver, or the line is that he was killed with a revolver. And somebody pointed out, that's a pistol, not a revolver. I I use, I, it means gun. To me, it's a gun. <laughs> and, and since then, I've understood, yes, revolver has a barrel, and a, yeah. and a pistol has a clip, and that, yeah. that, 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 that. Shut up. <laughs> um, 
And then after, like, after that, and as you were describing it, I very distinctly remember uh, something that you said, or you told me you said when you were accepting award, an award for what I think your next project was. Because off of Cold Steel, yeah. you ended up starting a, a bit of a partnership with Elliot. Yeah. And through what well, I think you'd probably agree one of the lessons as a friend I saw you learning through film school. Yeah. And listener, if you've never worked on this, like collaboration yeah. is a very uh, big part of of yeah. filmmaking oh, for sure. or any project. But That's really what worries me the most about... Um, Steam 3, or whatever you want to call it. Which Steam we will two? get. Steam what? Volume 2. Um, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. I'm still waiting for Steam the Musical, man. Uh, one day. One day. We're going to get Dinesh singing and dancing. He will totally do it. Oh, he, he would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, from... I, I wasn't finished. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't even make my point. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. Right. Okay. Um... What I was going to say was the thing that worries me most about the next one is like the amount of collaboration I need. Like I can't do it on my own. I, I need people to help me find sets. I need, uh, well, not a lot of actors, but I need a fair amount of actors. I need people to do crew jobs that normally I would take on myself, but it would just be too much for me to do all of that. Yeah. I need help. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where to find help. I don't want to like, I find when I meet people... At first, it's like, okay, yeah, we're talking about something that we, we both like, we're, 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 we're relating, and then, like, I wake up the next morning and I hate your guts. <laughs> like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. I hope you die in some mud. <laughs> Not to get extreme <laughs> about get it or anything. No, I just, I, I sour on people really quick. So consider yourself lucky, Chris. You survived 20 years. <laughs> We've had a very interesting friendship over yes, those yeah. years. Um, yeah, so I'm worried about that. But okay, so go on. Um, and one more thing about yeah. the Cold Steel story. is After I showed it to the class, I was nominated for, um, an, uh, they were called Donnie Awards, Student Awards, for um, Best Slideshow. And um, at that time, it, was, it wasn't awards per semester, it was per year. So the people, like I was in the winter semester, so the people who did the, started before in the fall semester were technically, technically in the same year, so I was up against them, which is why I lost the award. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they showed clips at the award show. I remember it was, um, it wasn't the Mod Club, it's across the street. Maybe that was the Mod Club at the time. Anyway, it was, it's a, currently across the street from the Mod Club on College Street in Toronto. Um, and they were, they showed the clips, and it was just, you know, they showed the clips for the other people, and it was just, smattering of applause and then mine came on and people just like lost it they were hooting and hollering yeah yeah it was just a clip it wasn't even the whole thing like, see that's I don't even care I, I care about the award but like <laughs> that's that's good enough yeah like having people react like that well it's like it's it's always good when you're making it for yourself but then when you see people are responding to it yeah, and yeah. gelling to it and vibing to it and in a positive way yeah. that's where you're like that's validating that oh yeah yeah that helps. Yeah. So after Cold Steel, uh, there was one project in between that I can't remember. Because um, yeah, then after that, there was Family Man. Yeah. What was that project in between? It was probably something insignificant. It, it, there was a girl we both knew from high school who was in it, worked with Elliot. Was that before? No, that was before it. That, that was wasn't Cold Steel. That was a oh, okay. That was a there we go. Nessa Stewart. Um, that, was a, that was a blatant ripoff of the movie Hard Candy. 
Oh, right. Uh, yeah, you told me. Blatant ripoff. Uh, and it was really bad. Shooting it was really awkward. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. But yeah. Uh, so then, all right. So after Cold Steel, oh, I think the project was it wasn't for school. It was you were going to try to do a, a series like an online series, the Rip Odds. Yeah, we did. Kelly and I did the Rip Odds. Yeah. Yeah. I got two episodes in. The second one's good, but I realized like Elliot had given me some of the lines. Those lines are a Family Guy joke. And then after that, it was kind of like. Um, scheduling or whatever and that's where it was starting to see collaboration and then there was the uh family man family man yeah which and i say this in the nicest way i think was in a way a blessing in the disguise because you had some blog posts and you and i even though we were still friends we hadn't been able to connect in a long time and then after family man had been out like i think i talked to you right before you were starting to shoot and it had been like six months and then I saw the blog post you did, and then that led to the YouTube videos, and you were just like, so done. Oh, you were like, I you were broken. I'm a broken man. You were pale. You were broken. Yeah. And wow. I'm like, I need to call Mike. <laughs> like I prayed for. You. I actually prayed for you right then. And then I texted you, being like, Are you okay? Well, at the time, there was a lot going on. I, there was Family Man shooting all the, the drama with that. But I mean, my um, my grandmother was dying, and she had just died before we finished shooting. And my grandfather was dying, um, and uh, I was uh, working uh, doing an internship on College Street, which uh, was great. Was that with Bruce? That was with Bruce McDonald, yeah. Um, which um, not gonna lie, I was a little disappointed in it. I was it was a little disappointing, is what I meant to say. Yeah. Um, but it was a great opportunity, though. That again, I think I'm partially at fault for it not materializing. But uh, yeah, so there's a lot of things going on. Um, ah, yeah. And with Family Man, like that's where anybody listening who's like, I want to do stuff. I think that's where you can see collaboration, but also how this, yeah. like, schedule and needing people like that you oh. can rely on, like that can torpedo a project. Yeah, we shot that movie. Through three seasons, I think. <laughs> so, like, we're shooting the same scene in spring, fall, and winter. Summer, I don't think, was. And then anything happened. you ended up switching it to indoors just so you wouldn't have no, that. No, no, I had written right? indoors because oh, okay. I knew that I can't shoot it all outdoors. The yeah. Seasons change. And they did. Um, and then for, um, for Scenes Revenge, I said, well, I don't want to shoot all indoors because I can't secure sets, so I shot more outdoors. Yeah. But no, I didn't really. Well,. Um, <laughs> Like I had intended to. Yeah. I remember with, uh, like, Family Man. I, I'm sorry. I, I realized I cut you off and I'm, I'm no, the worst. That's fine. Um, I remember with Family Man, you were, like, so done. And then we started reconnecting. Yeah. But then you were, like, the guy I had a lot of fun with was Dinesh, the guy who played Steen, Steen. in yes. Family Man. And then you actually lent me you lent me a copy because you're, like, I'm not giving this out. just to, But... Yeah. You weren't you weren't happy with it, but I think you ended up winning an award or something. For uh, it yeah, in I school. Did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, want me to explain that now? Yeah, okay. yeah. I well, because that's sure go that's where you had the line that I remember you telling me. This oh, okay, still yeah. makes so me laugh. It all comes together now. Yeah. Um, this is the infinity war of our story. <laughs> uh, this is Mike getting the time stone. <laughs> coming together. Yes. Um, 
What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the award you got for uh, for Family Man. Yeah, so... Um, I did the film, submitted it, and uh, graduated. Nothing happened. It turns out there was no award show that year. Oh, okay. Um, so then they were like playing catch-up uh, the next year, and I get this call out of the blue. I, I wasn't home. It was a, I think they left a message, or, or my dad answered. I don't know. And they're like, yeah, Mike, you won an award uh, for your movie. Like, what? I don't even go to school there anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, yeah, so I, won, I, got, I think I got the email. I won the Faculty Award of Merit, which was like a special award that doesn't fall into any of the other categories. Um, and uh, yeah, so I went to the award show, and I was like, I was a new man. Not because of the award, but because... I uh, I finally shaved my gross beard. I loved that beard, though. It was bad, man. That's why I didn't date during that time. <laughs> no, there are other reasons. Uh, um, and yeah, so I, I went up energized, and I was like, I was a graduate, so I was like the older kid. Uh, how old was I? Twenty-two. <laughs> um, and. Um, yeah, so the the, um, the the professor, if you want to call him that, teacher, whatever, instructor, Chris Terry, <laughs> uh, he he got up on the mic, and it was always funny because in class, he was always very serious. Yeah, and wooden even. No offense, Chris Terry, not you. Um, and at the award shows. He would just be so loose. So he gets up on stage and he's just like, hey man, not like that, not quite that far, but he was all loose. I remember a lot of shoulder movement, <laughs> like Darko with his neck, but shoulders. Um, and yeah, he's telling the story about how like, I remember him saying it, it's another one of those moments, remember, right? Um, this, he said, this thing came across our desk and we were like, whoa, what do we do with this? Um... And, uh, oh, I forgot the rest of what he said now, but I remember that part. Um, so what do we do with this? This is just like, uh, I guess it blew, he said it blew them away, I think is what he said. And, um, yeah, called me up and I took my award and I was like, well, I'm going to talk. Yeah. I'm not going to say thank you and get off the stage. And um, previous to that, previous to me being presented that award, they had done a presentation of like the best final student film. And there was one, uh, it was a war documentary among depressing films. Uh, not documentary, um, movie uh, among depressing films. Um, that was that's just snoring. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so it was a war, so people got shot. I was like, okay, now we're talking. Like, there's something happening in these movies. Uh, people aren't just trying to kill themselves and doing drugs. So I went up on uh, stage and I figured I'd show some love to the um, the younger kids. <laughs> and I was like, let me just say, it is great to see someone getting shot in a movie again. <laughs> <laughs> and people, like, they loved it. They laughed and cheered. And even I looked over it, I think it was Chris and maybe a couple of the other uh, professors... And they were like, yeah, because they were so sick. They were clearly so sick, and are, I'm sure they still are, if they're still teaching, sick of the typical student film that ends with, like, fe. Yeah. You know, I yeah. <laughs> um, 
like the overly artsy. the overly artistic accordion yeah sad clown <laughs> I hate my life yeah just sweet triste <laughs> um, rosebud <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah like I could yeah they were just so sick of it and uh, yeah Chris was like yeah um, so yeah and I said I did my speech and they kicked me out of the stage <laughs> no, I don't remember how it went I was it was one of those things where I was like I was so loose that I was like, like I wasn't myself I was just like winging it and I was I was like my fun self that comes out at parties right <laughs> so, I don't remember it too too, too uh, well but it was great man uh, and then I have that award hanging on my wall it, it uh, I, most of the time I forget it's there but I put it up there over my workstation to, to inspire me to remember that I'm not so bad <laughs> and then from there uh, I remember you starting to tell me, I think it was not too long after that award, you were, like, getting inspired to do Steam. Um, after that, after we shot Family Man, Cause you I were was, like, like, I was done. Yeah. Like, I remember um, there was one day, it was quite filmic, actually. I was sitting in my parents' backyard, dipping my toes in the pool of sunset, gentle breeze, summer breeze blowing through my hair. Um... I was just very calm and reflective and uh, just swirling my toe in the in in the water and I just thought about well, you know I've I've made some good student work and I've won awards and I've worked for Bruce McDonald which was quite impressive to me at least at the time it still is I guess um, I'm good you know I don't need to do anymore I'm good I may be young but I I haven't accomplished everything. I'm not professional, but I'm good. I, I'm comfortable with what I've done and where I am. Um, yeah, that's the story of that. I was, I was, I was done. And then I had, I had written some script for Steam Volume 1. And um, I just kind of shelved it. Went back to it maybe here and there. It was the, it was the big shootout scene I had written that. Um, and uh, I shelved it a couple times and then I met with Dinesh for uh, coffee or something one day and um, I mentioned how I had I think he had asked or I mentioned I don't know somehow it came up that there was uh, what, what's going on with, this, with the, the, the next one um, and I, I told Dinesh there was a bit of a script, but I didn't care about it really. And he asked to see it, so I sent it to him, and he loved it so much. And just like his uh, excitement for yeah. it, like, okay, I'm making this for Dinesh. That wasn't my, but I was like, yeah, okay, I'll yeah. make this, I'll do this. Yeah. And maybe something will come of it. And uh, uh, it took a little while to shoot because I had some. <laughs> 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 Which upset me, but I had a lot of things going on again. Um, yeah. Well, like I don't exactly remember which or what they were, but some things. Um, well, it's like I remember with Steen's Revenge, and please cut me off like I just did you. Uh, this is a dialogue. It is. It is. Um, you sent me the script. Yeah. Because you you were just like I'm starting to do this, and I was like, can I read it? Like yeah. I, I'm. I like your stuff. I, I'd love to. I'd love to see it. 
And you sent it to me, and I was laughing the whole time because I'm like, yeah. I can tell what you were watching before oh, there you were, wrote this. There were so <laughs> many references in that script. There were so many Dark Knight references. Oh, man. And, like, there uh, was a T2 reference. Uh, what was that one? Oh, wait. No, no. not Sorry. Not uh, T2. Um, True Lies. There was the great True Lies reference of I picked my cuffs. Oh, my cuffs. I picked them. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the Jurassic Park reference of Clever Girl, and I'm just like... Did that get make the? Did that make the final? cut? I don't think it I made the final did, cut. Yeah. No, but as I was reading that, I was texting, being like, "I'm laughing out loud because of this." And then yeah, I, I remember text- you texting me the references <laughs> that you were catching. And then I'm like, but then as I was reading, I'm texting, I'm like, "All right, beyond it being hilarious because of references, like this is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Like I'd love to help you with this." And then I think you said to me like, "I need some places to shoot." Yeah. So then we got we got the now Kensington House, but formerly Touchstone, yeah. who were very gracious. Oh yeah, they were they were lifesavers. And Ant- Anthony ended up really digging the film and loved that uh, loved that the logo made it and all oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. At least um, you do. And then that was that was so much fun for me because, like I said at the top, I've been in a couple of the things. Yeah. But it's like a picture or digitally replaced by a bush. Yeah. Or around the shoot, but. I actually got to be involved, and I, yeah, yeah. for me, it was... You were in it briefly, weren't you? Uh, no, I definitely made the bloopers. Your hand was in it. Oh, yeah. You put the grenade, <laughs> you took the grenade. Yeah, yeah, I was in the, the and you, uh, I came up with the montage of death for it, so I got to collaborate with you a bit, and that was a blast. The and grenade in the cereal. <laughs> the grenade in the cereal. <laughs> it was all about the grenades. Yeah. Um, but it was so much, like, being a part of that was so much fun, but... It took like a year and some change to film because of schedules. Yeah, schedules and just busy. Halfway through, I just lost my uh, my will. Well, I, I don't know what was going on at the time. I really don't. But uh, I think I don't was, think I was very happy. No, there was stuff going on. I re- I can't remember what, but I remember there was stuff going on with life. But then also, fall came on really quickly. Yeah. So it's like, I can't film outdoors until spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was the seasonal <laughs> problem again. Yeah. Well, that's the thing in Canada. We have like two weeks. <laughs> There's like a two-week window of shooting. Yeah. We're, and like Dinesh, who was amazing but always busy just because he works all the time. He's so busy now. And that's Yeah. I, I, um, with Steen 2 or 3, whatever you want to call it. Steen Volume 2. Yeah. It's it kind of upsets me to face this reality that even if I had the script finished, and I don't want to put any blame or any hard no. feelings or anything on Dinesh, he wouldn't be available. He wouldn't be available to shoot it. I th- I'm wondering if he like he had such a passion for it and had oh he so, still does because <laughs> he hasn't done anything and he's dying just like I, I I was or am dying to shoot something. He hasn't like he hasn't and, had any work. And that's the thing like when I when I've watched Steen and then especially now. As I've read the the script yeah. for Steen Three, yeah. I'm just kind of like, after I remember how you were after Steen, especially when we did the 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 uh, the evening with Mike Knowles yeah. videos, yeah. where you were like, this almost killed me, but in a different way than Family Man did, because you were like, with Family Man there was drama, there was at times what felt like ego. I, yeah, I felt like Family Man was really emotionally draining. Yeah, whereas where, where um, Steen's Revenge was disappointing 
because it just went on and I felt like I was letting everyone down and stringing them along and when is this going to get done and there was also some on. technical issues where you found later after oh, we the, shot the like the sound is terrible the microphones were so bad and there was buzz from the lights and just my my old pal Sasha he became a uh, sound guy for for TV and film Sasha from GA yeah oh wow uh, I never would have guessed. I told him I never would have guessed he would have gone into that. I thought it was going to be something sports related, but he went into that. Uh, he's an audio or sound engineer or something like that. Sound mixer, does sound stuff. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, your mics are terrible." Like, yeah, I know. And I, <laughs> uh, I, th- I was in a very angry period. I hadn't learned to let go of my anger at that time, so I took that. At first, I was like, "Yeah, I understand. I agree." But then I got really mad at him, and I cussed him out pretty heavily on the blog i think i've erased that um yeah so the microphones were, were bad so there's a lot of letdowns but there there is with every i'm sure even with multi-million dollar movies there's oh yeah that are disappointing but then there was also like great gems in that like johnny johnny johnny's a champ like, yeah that's another thing I, I wrote him into the script immediately for, for this one like as soon as i started writing it years ago i wrote him in because i knew it was going to be dinesh versus johnny He's going to be in there. But it's been so long. I don't. Sometimes I feel like he's back in Toronto, but I think he's just visiting. I don't know where he lives, and I don't know if he would come back. Johnny, if you're listening, give me a shout-out. We miss you, Johnny. We you, miss you, Johnny. Yeah, you Johnny, were. No, Johnny was great, though. Oh, yeah. Like, so great. He let us use his condo and uh, just whatever. Same with Dinesh did the same thing. Like, if you needed something... Let's go for it. Like, yeah. If you have an idea, let's go for it. Let's try that. Well, I wasn't even thinking of something. But Johnny, you just thought of something better? Let's do it. And that's that's the collaboration I love is when, like, I'm not going to be like, um, no, I'm the writer, I'm the director, you do what I say. If you have a good idea, let's do it. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't work in the end, but let's do it. Well, and I remember seeing that on, like, on set. Like, I got to do sound stuff and help yeah. uh, locate. And then... Yeah. Another experience I remember you got was, and it wasn't in an offense to Ruby or Dinesh yeah. or Johnny, but you got to shoot with Paul, who unfortunately has yeah. has passed. But Paul yeah. was like a professional actor. Yeah, I felt like I really had to be on my game that day. Paul was... That was I think I'm still amazed that I got him. Because I, I, like we mentioned how that, the, the movie went on forever shooting. I, when I put up the casting calls, he responded. I'm like, this is the guy. He's perfect. And then like a year went by. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's never going to want to come back now. Or not, never going to want to do it now. And then I sent him an email. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. I do student films all the time. Or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, I was like, no way. And then he showed up on set. And he brought like a pile of wardrobe options. And he was just a great guy to work with because he had done this before. So he knew how to collaborate, and you know he was—he was an older fellow, so he'd been through life and he knew things. And um, he brought cue cards for himself, and he was so prepared and so professional, and just an overall like a great guy, just a very friendly and yeah. When he when I when when he uh, passed away last year, that hit me. Even though I'd only known him. For like a couple hours. Yeah. I only worked with him for a couple hours. Never saw him again. He still like, he stayed with me. Um, and then when he died, I'm like, oh, man. I think it wasn't like, 
wrecked or anything, but still, like, oh, Paul died. It was so sudden. He was a good guy. Good guy. Yeah. I re- well, I remember getting that text from you last year, yeah. and then I think you did something on on the Facebook page to yeah, I put a post up yeah to shout him out. Yep. So then after after Steen wrapped, mm-hmm. like, and then you got it out on DVD uh, and, you Blu-ray. Got, and Blu-ray combo pack and on uh, and on YouTube. And then you, uh, I was, yeah, I think I was hesitant about YouTube first, but yeah, YouTube. I ended up I, like I know I shared it with people, and they were yeah. like, "This is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun." Yeah, I, I, uh, there's a couple, there's two things I need to fix in that movie. Uh, I didn't want to. I mean, it's been a long time. What's the point anyway? But there's two things I want to change in that movie. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to. There's, a, there's. Well, I was putting together a portfolio a couple months back, or about a year ago, I guess. And I noticed there was a visual effects mistake. Like, oh man! <laughs> like a glaring mistake. No, it could be glaring if I didn't notice it for five years. But still, and there's a uh, something a little else I want to change towards the end. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It'll take me like. Well, the problem is I, I could fix it easily, but then I have to re-render a couple things, and then I have to re-render a bigger thing, and then I have to like, do I redo the Blu-ray? Do I? Yeah. <sighs> Which. I'm glad you're bringing that up just because that points uh, I always give sympathy to two filmmakers yeah. where it's I've talked with someone it's like oh that was dumb they should just they should just tweak that one thing and it's yeah. like 99% of the time that one thing is part of a giant friggin tapestry yeah. <laughs> where it's like you want to tweak this one thing but there's so much more it's, well like it's not a creative change it's not like, no no it's no it's not like a Lucas special edition it's no it's but fix. It's a fix, but like you're saying, it's like now it impacts other stuff potentially. In the... And then I have to make sure those changes ripple onto my backups. I have multiple backups. <laughs> so it's in the beginning, not much work, but then it ripples down and explodes. And then Steen's Revenge, that was like a, in total, it's about half an hour. I it's think. 27 minutes exactly. Yeah, 27 minutes. <laughs> to the frame. 27 minute runtime just in case anybody's curious how much like ballparked how much how long of editing and shooting like what's that look like because 27 minutes how much raw footage was there or not mm-hmm. like what's aside from like the year between because of schedule outdoor yeah. life like shooting to thing how many hours do you think that oh, was I have no idea man that's like at least a month, of, <laughs> a month dedicated to twenty-seven minutes of your life, if not more. Probably. Oh, it's long, much longer than a month. The the thing is with with um, with filmmaking and doing everything yourself is, and this is beyond fixing little things that could have been better. You think you're done, but you still got another month and a half. Like, okay, I'm done now. Oh, I haven't done the sound. <laughs> oh, I haven't done this yet. <laughs> And then you say, oh, well, once you've kind of got everything together, you watch, like, I, or not speak for myself, I, I watch it on, on the TV so I can see a you know, better detail and pick out, oh, well, that, that shouldn't be there, or oh, that lighting doesn't match, or oh, I can see a light in the photo, or oh, that sounds terrible, or I missed a bullet there, or there's all these little things, and I have to go back and do it again and again and again and again, and... and the trick is to um, find a workflow that allows you to make changes without changing 
having to redo everything. Yeah. Uh, that's why I work with frames instead of chunks of video. <laughs> Stu Mashwitz taught me that. Hmm. Stu is a good guy. He, uh, he used to work for ILM. His first job was on... Maybe it wasn't his first job. First job with ILM, I think, was um, working on the Millennium Falcon in the Star Wars Special Edition. Oh, snap. He's a good guy. He's got a lot of good um, uh, tricks and tips. His book, which is really outdated now, but the core concepts uh, apply. Uh, the Rebel... Oh, what's it called? DV, DV Rebel Guide? I'm sorry, Stu. <laughs> Something like that. It's it's red and it looks like a journal or a workbook, but it's not. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of good, still relevant tricks in there that you can apply to modern day. Um, and he responds to his email. I've spoken to him via email because he came up with an app called Slugline, which is great for screenwriting. Uh, and uh, I found some problems and I said, hey, Stu, fix it. <laughs> and he did. That Stu sounds like a swell guy. Stu's a good guy. And then, uh, listener, just as another example of editing. Sorry, Luna's drinking. Um, a couple weeks ago, I posted a podcast with my cousin Sam. That thing was about 45 minutes, and the podcasts are just audio. And to edit that so it sounded like it did in the end, yeah. that was about four hours mm-hmm. of editing. Well, how long was the final um, product? 40, 45 minutes. Okay. Because it works out in some ways where it's like when there's longer stretches with one person talking, yeah. that's that's easy. It's just like, okay, tweak the sound if you need be. Take but, out the ums and ahs and the burps. Exactly. Or the, the like when you lip yeah. smack. But then as soon as it's like, say, Mike says something as Chris is saying something, it's something yeah, a lot more complicated yeah, yeah. to like try to trim and match up yeah. and all that. Like, yeah, it's a process. Oh, it is. That's uh that's why if I'm recording audio, like, well, maybe it's not the best way. That's one thing I never really learned was proper audio recording. I learned, like, techniques for mic placement, but audio is still kind of weak for me. But anyway, um, what I did with Steam was I had two mics, one on each person, so I could <laughs> separate. But then there's bleed, so uh, it's not perfect. It's, it's, a, it's an option, though. It's, a, it's, it's an idea. Yeah. So, yeah. And then after Steen, you ended up submitting it to a couple festivals. Yeah. Uh, I got to see... I didn't even get to see the screening because they lagged behind because they played that yeah. one terrible movie. That terrible Sasquatch movie. Yeah, that ended up getting reviewed in magazines. I'm like, why? That movie's awful. Oh, that was a bad movie. It goes on for so long. But you did end up saying the response to it was really good. Oh, uh, you mean? Not yeah, no, not the Sasquatch movie. <laughs> I'm trying to, no, I was just trying to remember the name of the Sasquatch movie because I think I, I said I wanted to like end a certain way. <laughs> the ending was kind of satisfying because we got to see the Sasquatch, but overall, it was a bad movie. The dog so, never yeah. showed back up. They're just like, my <laughs> yeah. dog's missing. They don't care about the dog. <laughs> and, more, and then the FBI shows up. <laughs> and a couple's fighting, but for no real reason. Yeah, it was like twenty different movies in one, and suddenly. It's, there's a bunch of Sasquatch. Yeah, that's right. The Sasquatch all show up. Yeah. They blew all the money in the Sasquatch costume budget. <laughs> and have a guy wander around the woods for an hour and a half. <laughs> Smoking uh, and yelling for his dog, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, we followed him for like five minutes straight. What felt yeah. like a five minute tracking shot. Yeah. And there was nothing. 
What was that movie called? Like Tracks or The Aaron? Howl or Howl, Howl, Howl? Howling? Howl? Howl? I'm not sure, but it was bad. Yeah, it was a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. That was so. That was the Moving Image Film Festival, 2012, I think. Yeah, yeah. At the uh, what do they call it? Did they call it the NX Live in Toronto? This is Bloor and Bathurst area. And I think that was the first time I had seen Johnny ha- wasn't there. Johnny wasn't there. No, he, I think he had moved away at that point. But that was the first time I had seen Ruby since uh, one of yeah. the last times I'd been Dinesh. able to be with you guys to shoot. Because yeah. Dinesh, I saw him for the uh, the Q and A we did. Right. Yeah, Ruby and Dinesh were there. And Dinesh, we we, Dinesh. we want you on this podcast at some point. Oh, Dinesh, I gotta drag you out here, man. Please, dude. Please, we love you so much. And then anybody who actually does projects. Look up Steen's Revenge, look up Dinesh, cast the man. The man is a wonderful actor. I'm going to bring out his... I'm going to put him to the test in the next one. I'm going to work him. Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot going on in Steen, in Steen 3, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, was that the movie Image Film Fast? Yeah. And it was after that bad movie we waited forever. You weren't there anymore. No, I had to leave. Um, I was doing sound at a church event. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was in the uh, Thrill Me Showcase. First of all, I was shocked because I had been denied um, entry to. Well, not denied. I was turned down from a lot. It's not like they didn't allow me into the film festivals uh, physically. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. You can't come in. We've heard about you. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it was surprised me when I got in. I was like, okay, that's cool. And hi, Luna. And um, yeah, so we got to the film festival and, and it played. And I think I had made a couple changes for the festival. It's fixes, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't remember anything. It was so long ago. I don't remember yesterday. Um, and it went up on the big screen, bigger screen than TV. It was like. 10 by 8. It was a bigger screen. <laughs> um, and it was just awesome. It was just like, I remember just sitting there and it's like, I've seen this before. And it was kind of like, um, I, I want to say exhilarating. Like, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Not because of the movie's content necessarily, but just like watching it there. And it just went by. But like, I also saw it in the chunks and it was, remembering making it. Oh, well, there's this scene, and there's this scene, and then there's this scene. So, and again, people uh, in the audience were loving it, and there was uh, a writer from, or a journalist, whatever you want to call them, from uh, Now Magazine behind us. Um, no, I think there uh, there was that, and then there was someone from, like, um, one of those video game companies that does a shooter game. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like Ubisoft or something? I don't know. Mm. Someone from that. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're going to like, uh, maybe they can give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> nothing came of it. No yeah. article, nothing, but whatever. And then I said, yeah, I submitted to more festivals and nothing ever happened. And it's, it's like 40 bucks a submission. I, I ain't got time or money for that. That's fair. So yeah, that was good. And then, uh, nothing's really happened since. Except for except writing this epically long script. <laughs> well, that's for the sequel. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, th- 
I ended up sending you a bunch of notes <laughs> as I read it. I'm like, I'm loving this script, and I'm not just saying that because I'm your friend. Like, I think it's a genuinely interesting and captivating story. And then as I'm reading this, I'm like, this is going to cost. <laughs> like, We're going the, to Ireland. The, gosh. Like, this is going to Belfast. This is going to cost. Like, there's location. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very ambitious movie. Yeah. Well, I figured I'd write it just to get the story out and then worry about tr- fixing or, uh, not fixing, but changing things to better accommodate what's possible. Yeah. But just to get something down, get yeah. the story down, just write. But yeah, like I was telling you earlier, um, the movie started off, like I saw, I, I was in a very comedic, uh, mood at the time. Uh, and it started off so it was a it was a comedy basically it was an action comedy. It was Ragnarok. <laughs> it was yeah it was it was Ragnarok. It wasn't total jokes, it, it, but it was funny. Yeah. Um, I was putting my humor into it, and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think I saw The Godfather too much, and then it just morphed because I know I I remember thinking I like I want to like. I want to do this like Godfather Two, and I want to do this like Godfather One. I can't do, and I'm I can't make the Godfather. Come on, but like I noticed ideas. nothing there like Godfather Three. <laughs> I had ideas from Godfather Three. I think those are in the next one. Ah, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, By then, you'll have a daughter who you'll insert into the film as the yeah right as the as the. Uh, Poor actor. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... And yeah, it morphed into this dramatic movie. And like I said... Again, like I said earlier, I, I don't like to uh, boast about my work. But like writing it, I'm just like, this is good. Like this is... Who's writing this? I can't write this. This is good. It's emotional. It hits you in the chest. There's love. Stephen falls in love. There's betrayal. There's lost love. There's revenge. There's revenge. There's Steen. <laughs> There's, There's Steen's revenge. There's Steen's revenge. There's volume two. <laughs> um, yeah, and then as time's gone, time has gone by, it's like, well, the beginning doesn't... There, we need some explanation as to... Either I set this five years ago, or I put an explanation as to what Steen's been doing. So I had to put that in and got a good idea and I put that in. Um, Dinesh loved it. Um, as long as Dinesh is happy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I'm writing it little by little. I, I've been stuck on, like I know my very ending, but getting there is a little drawn out. Mm. Like I haven't been able to get it there. I, I've had to do some research uh, on how things work in uh, certain aspects of the crime world. <laughs> um, uh, but overall, I really like it. It's about a hundred and something pages now. Yeah. Uh, so look at that a page a minute. Long movie. Long movie. It'll be the feature length. Yeah. But um, I have to raise some, raise some money for it because. I bought a car and I ain't got no money no more. <laughs> that life thing that gets... Yeah, how about life? Eh? I should have made this five years ago when I had all this money I was just spending on... McDonald's. McDonald's. When we did our, our great burger count. 
and got to disgusting levels only by the third month of the year. The double cheeseburger kind? Yeah, it was just double cheeseburgers from McDonald's, not including Baconators or single burgers or triple burgers. I think that was over 200 for the year. I th- you had hit 100 by March. I was at 75. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were both like, I, I think we need to slow down. I was very unhealthy at that time. Yeah. Well, it very didn't help that it was like you could get two double cheeseburgers for like $3. Yeah. It was, it was totally the McDonald's fault. Yep. <laughs> no pee. Nothing to do with our lack of self-control. It's not my fault at all. I'm a millennial. <laughs> it's everyone else's fault. Oh, man. All Ask right. me something else about foul making. Foul, foul making. <laughs> foul. Foul making. Uh, what, would you, what would you suggest to somebody who's wanting to do a project, either just as directing or, like, really hands-on like you've had, where you've had your hand in virtually every pot? What would I suggest? Um, for a long time, I've said learn to do everything just so you can know how to do it uh, just in case or if someone else is doing it and they're not doing it very well you can call them on it <laughs> no, I mean I, I guess I don't know what the word would be but I I need controlling I want to I want to have control of everything I want to be able to do everything and it used to be the attitude I want to say it's mine and call it mine and not be a collaborative not say it's all of ours which is selfish I guess and I, you know, I, I've heard time and time again, and I've realized that filmmaking really is a collaborative um, effort. Like it's not. It may say directed by Steven Spielberg, but there's three hundred other people making that movie, right? Um, when the credits were rolling for Infinity War, somebody uh, nearby said. Look at why there's so many people. Like, you you realize what it takes to make a movie like this? Yeah. <laughs> like, just the visual effects department alone, hundreds of people. Like ten animators per single second shot, and, or and they're something. working for nothing. Yeah. There's a good video out there about the closure of um, the effects house, Rhythm and Hughes, um, and how like why they went down, and it's just like basically them being taken advantage of and i'm sure it's the same still with fx houses across the world is its lowest bidder and people working overtime for free um nobody's getting rich off of it except for the the people that like the studios that release the movie yeah nobody's getting rich off of it um there was one example where they were saying well the the Productions moved to Vancouver because they're offering a tax credit and they can't offer it here. So we have to lower our price to Vancouver's price, which is $2 million less. And that's working for cost. It's, it's very unfortunate. They went out of business. Yeah. They were good. They did Life of Pi, I think it was their last one. And that's when, that's about the time they went bankrupt. I think they had gone bankrupt and then won an Oscar for best visual effects. Oh, man. And they got up and did the speech. And I think they were cut off because they were telling off everyone. <laughs> you screwed us. <laughs> so, yeah. What's my advice for people? Um, yeah. Learn to do things. Um, learn what works and what doesn't work. What you can do and then how you can push that further. Um, learn to rely on people but not use them as a crutch. 
Um, it really helps to watch movies. I hear this from all the like the, the famous directors. They say, watch movies, that's your film school. But I know a lot of people that have watched, well, I don't know a lot of people, but I know people that have watched a lot of movies and I don't know what they're smoking. They can't, they couldn't make a good movie if it saved their life. Um, or they have bad ideas. Let's just say they have bad ideas. I mean, you look at people on online and, you know, the, the film nerds that go on Reddit or they comment on YouTube or whatever, and they've seen a, a million movies and they say, well, the movie should end like this. And they're like, that is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Everyone on this subreddit is now dumber for having read that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> No, but there are like yeah, no. There's it's, you can't just watch movies and um, uh, read a lot. What bonus features on DVDs and Blu-rays are fantastic. Yeah, start with the Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh! And go yeah. on from there. Listen to director commentaries. Um, watch documentaries like the making of of movies. Yeah. Um, be defiant if somebody says you can only use this tool. Use something else. If it works for you, like in 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 school, they told us we had to use Apple's Final Cut Pro because that's what the industry uses. That's what you have to use. And I sat down and I started to use this video editing software. Um, I sat down to use it. And I said, "This really sucks. Why would Apple make such a bad product?" I almost swore there. I appreciate that you <laughs> did. You see my? I caught. I caught. I appreciate that but you did not. It was. It was just really bad. So I'm like, well, I can't run Final Cut at home because I, I at the time was running a Windows machine. So I'm going to try out Premiere Pro, and it was so much better. And I'm like, you know what? I can integrate this with Photoshop and After Effects, and all just blends together. Why would I want to use Final Cut where I have to render everything? To watch a video just to play back what I've edited why would I want to do that so don't be afraid of using something else um, I got a lot of tips that I can't uh, can't even think of all those are some of them hmm. be defiant <laughs> don't 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 be a jerk about it <laughs> possibly uh, find people you you like working with yeah find people you like working with and stick with them if you don't like working with them anymore, maybe take 10 years off like I have with Elliot. <laughs> I'm going to see him again. I think I'm going to see him in a couple weeks. Okay. I should have seen him already. There's a concert that I bought tickets for, and I think I'll bring him if he can go. Nice. I plan to bring. But um, I plan to bring someone else, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um yeah, what were we talking about? Filmmaking. <laughs> Filmmaking. Falm. Falm. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that covers it, actually, man. Oh, there's so much more. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, no. Say, no, no. Say whatever you'd like. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I need to be spurred on. I need I need inspiration. <laughs> I'm creative. I'm, I'm fist punching. I'm fist punching. I'm punching the <laughs> You're not like... Star slap punching. You're not like Star Trek Tiger palm striking. <laughs> That's the punch they always do. Where it's like ah, oh. it's like Tiger no closed fists. Um, yeah, Mike. Thank you. Thank you oh, for no problem, man. thank you for all those questions. And uh, is there anywhere that people can find your work? Like, should I attach just, the YouTube just, ones? Just or? Type in my name to the internet. I deleted the bad stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm in there. And uh, I'm not a cyclist, just, just so you know. If you type in Mike Knowles into Google, there's an English cyclist with the same name. I'm not him. I, I, I'm not a professional cyclist. I'm not a competitive cyclist. I, I don't even own a bike. I sold it. Mm. It was really heavy. Mm. An electric bike. It's really heavy to pedal without the... The electric... I remember that bike. Sold it to a guy with a Mercedes. He was nice. Nice. <laughs> All right, well, dear listener, please, if you can, uh, check out Steen's Revenge and Cold Steel. Both are on YouTube. Um, and, uh, if you want to send me, like, I don't know, $5,000. <laughs> if you would like to send, yeah, if you'd like to send Mike money. Um, uh, let me know. We'll work something out. Uh, go through Chris. Yeah. Because uh... we would, uh, I, like, I know I'm going to be as involved as I can be. Or as you'll let me be. Well, I'll, uh, let you, I'll let you. I don't know how that's going to work. We're like five towns over. I know. That's the part, thing. Whatever. I'd love to uh, love to be a part of getting Steen's. Uh, keep on going to Call It 3, although it's well, it it's technically it the Family it's, Man it's, trilogy, but it's... it's. I feel like it's, it's more like Steen. It's yeah. about Steen. Yeah. It so, wasn't originally. No, but... But it, 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 it is. Yeah. Uh, so if you can't, if if you've got a lot of expo, uh, expendable income that you'd love to finance yeah. a movie, Jeff Bezos, uh, hit me up. <laughs> send it, send it our way, and uh, also Google search Dinesh. Check yeah. check out that guy's acting. Check out his stuff. He does. He also does um some modeling and fashion stuff on yeah, on Instagram. So, yeah, uh, he's a really solid dude. At Dinesh Hanbury. That's D A N E S H. Another H. Yep. A N B U R Y. I have trouble spelling out loud. <laughs> but check out his stuff. He is a, a great actor. Um, like I said, if you have connections to people who have projects who are, who are looking for actors, yeah. hook this dude up for some reason that is unfathomable to me. He's he's not being able to get work. They always want to cast him as the terrorist. Uh, my understanding, because he's half Persian, and we live in a racist society. Yep, we Only had Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal as the Prince of Persia, yeah, and it Dinesh. would have been amazing that's, as Dinesh. That's Dinesh's biggest disappointment in his life is that he didn't get called to be Prince <laughs> of Persia. Uh, yeah. yeah, but seriously, give that guy some work. He's fantastic. We've only cracked the surface of what he can do. Oh man, yeah, he is. He is wonderful and a straight up good guy. He's a great guy. And if you've got a project and you're looking for a director, I can personally recommend the man across from me, Mike Knowles. <laughs> really solid. Sorry, John, <laughs> but I gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> All right, listener, thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode of One Cross Radio. Uh, If you can, please be sure to share and subscribe. And also, we have a coffee page where if you'd like to support us financially, you can do so. Uh, You can hit it up on the link down below. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a wonderful week. And God bless, my friends. Take care.